0: Hello and welcome to the Sports Desk on your Friday morning. It's the Friday, the 11th of September and a crazy sporting weekend ahead. Of course, we're continuing with the NBA playoffs. The Premier League is back for the 2021 season and uh, we're getting close to the AFL finals. So plenty of things in the sporting world uh, to talk about and uh, exciting off the bat to have uh, Premier League back in, t- in town. Well, not our town, but a town.
1: <laughs> it's great, isn't it? Because with uh, A-League gone for Australians, it's nice to have uh, Premier League kicking straight back into it.
0: Yep. And uh, a few of the news headlines this morning. We'll, we'll get to plenty of stuff. Uh, uh, first, of course, off the top, though. Um, pretty big for me, though. Cruiser and Gibbs have announced their retirement. Carlton Ruckman Matthew Cruiser has retired from football effective immediately while his former teammate at Adelaide's Bryce Gibbs will play a farewell game against his old club after telling his teammates on Thursday morning he had decided to retire Cruiser 31 was out of contract at the end of 2020 after 13 seasons uh, while Gibbs who had one year to serve on a four-year deal with the crows had settled with the clubs uh, finish, to finish up this season. Uh, so, big shame. Uh, I'm really sad about Cruiser. Um, he's been a legend for the club, and uh, the footy golds haven't been nice to him. Uh, a lot of injuries, bad injury run, but he brought, he brought some spirit and uh, determination to the game that uh, uh, few players that I've seen that play like him and want to play and the, the passion for his club. So I appreciate all efforts for the, the Cruise man. You know, miss screaming at crews at the <laughs> footy. Um, that's always funny. Um, I remember the story where he said, he, he. remember he thought the first time he heard it, I don't even know how it started, but uh, he thought he was getting booed every time he got the ball. Um, but a few magic moments from him and uh, ah, just unlucky, just unlucky, uh, yeah. really. And I'm sad that he hasn't, doesn't get to play his game. But it's it's hard now with Petternet and uh, De Koning coming into the side. There's a lot of tools. <laughs> there's a lot of tools. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to wear my number eight jumper this week to <laughs> celebrate oh, <no>. him. <laughs> and a, a, bit, a bit about Gibbs too. Uh, I mean, he decided to move to Adelaide at the end of 2017, I think. And uh, since then, it's just... I don't know what's happened with him. It just... I think he was a little injury prone too and lost a bit of his confidence after he moved over there, I think. And uh, just really hasn't been the same since, which is a shame on the back end of his career. Because he was a great player too.
1: Yeah, but it was just that I think a lot of people got that. The whole trade that actually came about with it, it was a lot to give up for Adelaide. Yeah. And the people always like that He hasn't, you know, exceeded those expectations from what, uh, Adelaide have to give up for him. So Adelaide didn't want to play him a lot. Um, and, you know, obviously their struggles this year, they, he hasn't really had a consistent run either. So, um, yeah, it's disappointing a stand like that for him. But, you know, he's, he's can look back on his current career and lots of joy as well, I'm
0: yep. sure. Uh, and also adding to that list uh, a couple of days earlier, Connor McKenna has retired and returned yep. home effective immediately from Essendon. Uh, and then he, he put out a statement about the media here in uh, being not accountable, um, especially during that time when they accused him of having coronavirus and all that stuff. Adds a lot of pressure to a player, oh, that yeah. that sort of stuff. Um, so, yeah, interesting. So he's going back home. Uh, also in the sporting news, Australia's beaten England by five wickets in the final T20 international with three balls to spare at the Rose Bowl in Southampton. Regaining the world number one ranking for the shortest form of the game. Australian England will switch to the 50 over format on Friday when they start a three-game ODI series at the Old Trafford in Manchester. Uh, So that's pretty interesting. And um, that whole Messi saga, I think it's pretty much (laughs) close to being over. Um, He slammed Barcelona club president but will stay next season. Uh, That's... But uh, I don't know. Do you think he'll still move at the end of next season when, when it's clear and he can move without any buyout clause when he's free to go? Yeah, yeah. Do you think he'll still go?
1: go? Yeah, I reckon it's the way to do it. You know, less complications for him. And, you know, I mean, if he's, he would still want to – obviously, being one-club man's always good. But mm. if he can you know, find an opportunity towards the end of his career somewhere else, just yeah. to finish off, I mean – Obviously, we'd love to have him here in Australia for the A-League, but, you know, that's a long shot. Well,
0: um, you never know. Um, with that Man City deal, that was kind of pending. Yeah, uh, yeah
1: the, city group, whole, the whole city group. Yeah, they could share him around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, had, Everyone uh, get their uh, first that, share. That, was, that Villa come over. That was, that was nice. Even though yeah. he was only here for a few games, it was nice to have someone international no, that was like fine.
0: that. I mean, potentially, he, Messi could have signed like a pre-contract agreement. With Melbourne yeah. City for, I'm not sorry, not Melbourne City, uh, Manchester City for the following season when it does come to an end. I'm sure he's got a plan or something, but that yeah, that total six hundred million or something, and then he would <laughs> have to do legal battle and stuff. Uh, probably wouldn't have been pleasant because uh, nah. this is a club he's grown up playing for, and uh, you don't want to <laughs> fall out with them like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, well, maybe at least uh. The fans of Barcelona get to see out a final season with him if he decides to leave, and um, I'm sure they wouldn't question his intent. He plays with his heart on his sleeve, and I'm sure this year, the next season won't be any different.
1: Yeah, hundred uh, percent.
0: Also, Melbourne City have signed Ollie Roo's midfielder Aidan O'Neill from Burnley on a three-year deal, who was uh, playing on loan. At Brisbane Raw. So good to see a few changes already in the A League. Um I think we released Lockie Wales too, who may be yeah. on his way to Western United. Uh I feel a bit sorry for Lockie Wales. Um he had really good potential. It's just he couldn't finish. That's um, a, yeah. Very fast, quick, um attacking style, clever footballer, but it just couldn't couldn't get the shots in
1: yeah um, grand final like oh, yeah, so I guess it. it's
0: a, a crucial spot, a winger's role, and uh yeah. if you can't do the most important thing, uh, I guess that makes sense going forward. I mean, playing in a grand final and seeing that on the horizon, I guess it's you know made, made them uh, really pick their play as well and decisions because it's <laughs> yeah, if, if we really want to compete for it, we've got to put the best side out there possible. Uh, so good luck to Lucky Wales, in whatever or where, wherever he goes. Yeah, uh, and that's pretty much all the headlines. Have you got anything off the top of your head? Uh,
1: well, I do. It's uh, back to footy. Uh, okay. I don't know if you saw. Uh, we signed a well, Richmond signed a a new player. His name is uh, Mate Colina. Okay. He's cousin of Noah Bolter. He's a tallest player. To ever come into the AFL at 213 centimeters, so he's tappled Sanderlands and Cox. Uh, they were 211 centimeters, I believe. So two what? Sorry, 211. Two eleven. The this guy's two thirteen. Two thirteen. So he's, he's huge. Wow. He, uh, basketball background, of course. Um, yeah. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> so, yeah. Basically, what's going to happen is he's going to he's currently playing in the U- University of Hawaii till March, and then he'll come across to Richmond to train with us and as a Category B rookie. So hopefully see him, you know. So,
0: I mean, this is probably a stupid question, but Ruckman is is his role, right?
1: Ruckman and they're saying he can potentially play a forward role.
0: Oh, imagine that. Big full forward
1: like that. (laughs) If he's like Noah Bollard, his cousin, then, you know, athleticism and all that. How tall
0: is um, Mason Cox? 2'11". 2'11". Okay, so two. Well, hopefully he's not a, as clumsy as a uh, The Fox. Stuff, well, <laughs> <laughs> Guys
1: are usually the clumsy ones. So, <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how he goes. Coming from a basketball background, it'll be interesting to see how he picks up footy. But, oh, well, it's exciting. Yeah, 21 exciting. 21 years old, plenty of plenty of youth in him. Yeah. All right, well, we'll get to our first song on the
0: sports desk this morning. It is Morning Runner Gone Up in Flames. Uh, We'll be talking some NBA next, right here on the sports desk. Morning Runner Gone Up in Flames on the sports desk on your Friday, and it's time to talk some NBA with Jay.
1: Yes, Sammy, so we've got. uh the playoffs still going as the, as usual um so i'll go go through the results of the last couple of games so we had the uh heat wrap up the series against the the series against the bucks uh 4-1 in the end which was a bit of a upset bucks obviously being the top team of the season and they've gone out 4-1 so heat have moved yep. on to their uh the eastern conference finals um they'll play the winner of the raptors and Celtics. so i'll get to that one in a sec but uh, the game after that was the Lakers and the Rockets where the Lakers won that to go up 2-1. And then they're playing later today for that fourth game. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, then yesterday, we had the Raptors and Celtics play in the East. Uh, Raptors tying it 3-3 in double overtime. So it was a really good game to watch that one. And coming back from 3-1 down, the Raptors, they're making a push to you know defend their title. And they have a chance to obviously do that. I think that's on Sunday that game will be, or Saturday. Saturday will be. Um, and then the Clippers and Nuggets series, Clippers take a 3-1 lead in that one after a nice win over the Nuggets. So that's how it's going at the moment. Um, a little interesting now. It's uh, sort of getting towards the pointy end, I guess, conference finals pending. Um, Heat being the only one that's made their respective conference final, but um, a lot of excitement now that, uh, potentially, we could see, um, you know, a team that wasn't a favourite in the finals with the Heat. Obviously, they were finishing fifth, I think, at the end of the season. So, to knock off the number one team is a good effort. And uh, Jimmy Butler, their star player, will be loving it at the moment. But yeah, that's uh, that's what's going on at the moment. Um, I'll just, I'll may as well run through the um, pictures for the weekend. So, obviously, today, Lakers and Rockets. That series is two-one to Lakers. Then on Saturday, it's Nuggets and the Clippers in Game Five. Clippers a chance to seal that one, and the Celtics and the Raptors to conclude on their Game Seven. The winner goes through to play the Heat. So that's what's going on, Sammy.
0: So who's looking most dangerous?
1: Ah, oh, I have to say the Heat at the moment. I mean, to knock off the Bucks the way they did, four-one, in real very convincing fashion. Yep. Um, I think they're the ones to watch out for. They'll play the Raptors or Celtics in the conference final. And then, you know, I think they could challenge either of those teams for sure. Um, Over in the West, I mean, it's probably a bit more even over in the West, um, but the two LA LA teams are probably the ones they will be buying for that, obviously, final spot. I think it'll probably be those two in the Western Conference Finals, Clippers and the Lakers. Um, And then from there, I mean... My hope is it's heat in the final with probably the Lakers. I'd like to see those two teams, LeBron and Jimmy Butler. Well, That'll be a great matchup, I reckon. So still early days, I guess. It's obviously with the uh, American sports, with these best of seven series, it takes a little longer than you'd probably like them to, but they go pretty quickly. Yeah, It'll be interesting to see.
0: And I'm just uh, reading here, uh, I think it's, now, correct me, I might get his name wrong here. So, Daniel House Jr.? Was yep. it Danell? Or is it Daniel? Got it. Okay. Uh Okay. He is up for a potential violation of the bubble protocol, so he may be out for the remainder of the playoffs for the Houston Rockets. Uh, so, that's yeah. pretty interesting.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, that bubble's... I mean, it's a lot different to the AFL hub. I mean, these players are... Well, they've been having their families come up. Some have families some don't and they okay. get to watch they get to come into this uh into the stadium and watch oh that's these, pretty uh, good family so you see some of the little babies as well they're in the stadium they're you know, <laughs> sleeping or they're up and about watching their dad's going at it so it's good to see at least at least some form of family can actually be there at their games um because obviously the play it's tough for them to be out of home and i mean it's for every sport it's been tough for uh, players to adjust. Um, some I think some people take it for granted. You know, even though they, you know, earning big bucks and everything, you know, they st- they're still regular people. At the end of the day, they have families and their emotions and everything. So good to see. All right.
0: Well, we'll move on. We've got some footy up next, and then of course the Premier League. Cannot wait to talk about it. And I'm going to play a new one from Hands Like Houses. This is the water on the sports desk on your Friday morning. Hands like houses on the sports desk this morning, and that was the water, and we're going to talk some AFL. And round 17 is here, Uh, crazy, they've also just announced the round 18, the final floating fixture has been scheduled, uh, which is going to be a crazy finish for the finals. And uh, we'll start off with a massive clash tonight. This could be a massive final in the making as well. The Cats taking on the Tigers at 7.50 at Metricon. Uh, and news today, Selwood is not playing. So it's a big out and uh, potentially grimes are coming in back for the Tigers. What's your thoughts on the game,
1: Jay? For us, Tiggs, it's uh, a chance to try and get ourselves some edit in the top four. Um, for the Cats, you know they're looking to you know jump into the top two, so there's a lot at stake for both teams. Um, obviously, Geelong coming off a big win over Essendon, um, and we just have a we've had a nice buy, which is good for as you said, Grimes coming back and Lambert as well. I think is going to come back as well from his hip complaint. They gave him a good rest on that, so yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how we go. I mean, it's it's a it's going to be a fascinating clash. I mean, I I don't know how how it's going to go. To be honest, it's always never wracking playing the cats. We don't have a great history against them in regular season games, but we certainly do in finals, which is nice. Yep. Uh, it's the orange, orange, Stevens cup, if we can still call it that. And obviously he still doesn't play anymore, but, um, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's a big game. I'm I'm looking forward to it. And hopefully we can get the jockeys.
0: Yeah. Probably one of the biggest games of the season so far. I know we had, there was the, the crazy Richmond port game just a few rounds ago. Um, but definitely this is going to be up there and uh I must not miss um do you know what i think i think um Geelong has turned the tables this year as weird as is to say and uh I think they're gonna get the job done and they're gonna get the the chalkies over the tigers I'm sorry
1: Jay. no no I've, I've heard enough this week <laughs> yeah you're, you're very no, it's a, it's even hard for you to tip this one but uh, yeah, I, I think we can do it. I, I, it's nice being able to play in Queensland as much as we have as well. And we've gone used to Metricon. Um, and hopefully, you know, we're pretty much almost full strength besides Edwards and Prestia. So I think we can definitely give them a crack. I think it'll be a very marginal result. It'll be like a two or three goals.
0: Okay, interesting. Okay, well, I, I think it's going to be under the 10-point bari- barrier, and this is going to be a thriller to get your heart going. Uh, <laughs> but that's 7.50 tonight at Metricon. A uh, bit of an appetizer just before we get into the finals in just a few weeks. Uh, moving on to Saturday, it's North Melbourne and Fremantle at 2.10 at Metricon. Uh, Fremantle uh, coming off their... Da-da-da-da-da. Oh yes, of course big You win. tipped it The big win over the Demons <laughs> uh, Which has put them in uh, uh, Hot water and Close to the finals um, Could potentially miss their spot Down to that game uh, Fremantle giving them a real scare uh, North, I just I don't know I really don't know with North <laughs> anymore um, I d- Well, look, I do know They're not going to get the win That That's for sure Um going down 36 to um, Port. It, it didn't even look like they were giving really attempting at Port at all.
1: <laughs> no, no. Uh, that
0: game was long gone before it even started. Uh, yeah, they're having a horror year North Melbourne, and uh, I will take Frio to win that.
1: Yeah, I think Frio has uh, had a tough one I mean, against Melbourne. And I think it was Cairns. So I don't know if you saw the game. It's just... Shocking conditions, rain, oh yeah, Awful. wind, everything Awful. you don't want to play in. <laughs> they had to play in, so good on them for being able to pull that out against a team that's trying to really, you know, have a lot to play for with the finals for these. But no, nah, I back Fremantle to get it done here.
0: Okay, moving on to Port Adelaide and Essendon and five oh five on Saturday at Adelaide Oval. Uh, a lot of people saying and this is Essendon's last chance for finals, but uh, we can laugh that away because that's <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs>
1: yeah, James isn't here. It's all good. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, Port Adelaide have got a strong run and I think it's uh, going to be inevitable that they will finish on top. Um, and uh, I think this game will shut the Essendon fans up after it.
1: yeah. Can't see them after that result against Geelong last week. It's tough to see where they're going with uh, Ben Rutten. Going to be the, I think Ben Run's going to be the next coach after Walsher, so he's got a lot to work on in the off season. Yeah, so, yeah, it's another year of disappointment. Sorry, Essendon fans. <laughs> another missed okay. chance of the finals win.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, at least they got have they got a win in September this year in this strange year. Or
1: not? Uh, not even I with think, COVID. Oh, what was it Adelaide have had more Adelaide have win wins more than wins than in Habbin September than Essendon? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> had to be said. <laughs> okay, all
0: right. Uh, the Giants and Melbourne at 7:40 at the Gabba. Uh, this is a real big one for yeah. finals. Um, Melbourne and the Giants on a knife edge. Uh, the Giants just sitting in the eight uh, after that win over Carlton the week before. I don't know with this one. This one's very interesting because uh, uh, Giants aren't up to scratch. Oh, and of course they went down to Adelaide. I've yep. almost forgot to mention that. That Adelaide was the Trent. second tip. <laughs> I I took them last week and I over yeah, over Hawthorne did. and then I put my balls on the line <laughs> and uh, went them over. Um, Giants. The yeah the the Giants and it paid off. It paid off. They are a shocking team. Giants. I don't know. They got a team of. <laughs> I've seen it floating around lately. Um, they're a team of champions. Uh, with, they're a team of stars with no champion, or something like that, That just yeah. meaning that they're not jiving together well. And, uh, I mean, is that a coaching problem if they've oh. got all that talent? and uh,
1: I, I think it is because they made a grand final last year yeah. and now they're just fighting for an eighth position, which is a big shock because they haven't really had much list changes. So, I mean, they're missing Kelly at the moment, which is obviously big in yep. Davis. Um, but there's still no excuse. They got plenty of talent, um, and yeah, I think it's a bit of a coaching thing. You can't, Cameron can't hide away from this one. I uh, mean, Jeremy yeah. Cameron himself as well. He's someone that's not lifted the way he should have. Yeah, forward definitely. Um, so yeah, I think I think uh, they might struggle here. I
0: think the Ds will get this one. Yep. I think the, uh, the Ds will bounce back as well, and uh, that'll knock them out of the eight, and potentially Melbourne or a few other teams to go in. It's just so confusing the ladder <laughs> yeah. of what team's going to go in. It depends on so many results. Uh, so, yeah, Melbourne, and on to Sunday. It's the Blues and the Crows, 1.05 pm at Metricon Stadium. Uh, good win for the Blues against Sydney the other night. I uh, almost. Um, <laughs> I think my brother almost went to bed uh, at quarter time. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was looking pretty bad. It was looking pretty bad. Um, but Carlton, I don't know. But we seem to be better at coming back from a big margin than defending a big margin.
1: Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> they said it on the, uh, the post game. they like, Sydney's one of those teams that, you know, they can get a big lead, but they can't. They're not a very offensive team, so they can't really maintain it. Mm. And so you they saw they couldn't maintain it after quarter time. So well, they kicked the first seven, I think. First seven. Goals. Yeah, it was and it was a horror show, that first quarter. I, I never want to see a first play.
0: quarter like it again.
1: One goal after that. So, no, nah, I think uh, all credit to the Blues for flying back. Um, and, I mean, if, there's a very slim, slim chance you can still squeeze into that eight. <laughs> yeah, well... I, I'm not even really thinking about it. Just still forward to next season. I think. Yeah,
0: yeah. Not realistic. Just just gonna park it for next year. And we look <laughs> good. Like if we can finish this three games off with a win, uh, we'll final two now. Um, that good good off season and uh, look forward to next year. Charlie Kerner coming back, uh, and I reckon I'm gonna call it now. We'll be playing finals next year. We'll be playing finals next year. We can lock this in.
1: Do you reckon you'll get uh, any good recruits in the off-season? Like, I
0: don't know. Uh, I mean, maybe Papley not getting a goal and being beaten by the side he wants to go to maybe the the uh, decision that gets him over the line.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you want... Might be. Oh, That'll be a good addition to you as well. We'll see if Charlie, Charlie Kurnow gets fit as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, they're, they're saying, sport. though... Third rumours that uh, they're saying, oh, Carlton should trade him, see what you could get out of him. But it's idiotic. Idiotic. I know he's... Had a bad injury run, um, but if he gets a clean run next year, he's going to be a superstar, and you do not want to throw that away. The, his potential is crazy, um, so that would be a awful decision if they went with that. Uh, but quickly, yeah, Matthew Cottrell, massive performance, a great mark, a game-winning mark and goal uh, for a guy that um, was a young Carlton fan. And uh, probably would have been one of his dreams to kick a goal to win the, the game for him. So, a dream come true. So, that's really good to see for a young guy. I love um, the
1: celebration. Yeah. Was, <laughs> he said it was
0: the, the Greek freak. Yes, Giannis. <laughs> I respect that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, his celebration was funny. That that was turned into a gif almost instantly. Um, uh, but, but yeah, as much as you like the Crippers and the like to get goals like that in game winning... Um, it is massive, absolutely massive for a young guy to do that in his first couple of games. It lifts the confidence of all of the young guys um, seeing themselves in the same position. So uh, really good signs uh, from that. So
1: great for him. I do have I do have uh, the scenario you need if you want to see it to make finals. Right, we might as well go through it. Go. <laughs> so yeah, i just have to win your last two against Adelaide and Brisbane. Mm-hmm. And then you've got to hope that the dogs lose to Hawthorne or Fremantle. Yep. And then you've got to. They just have to hope. lose one. Yep. Okay. Then Melbourne has to beat Giants. Yep. Essendon has to beat Melbourne. Oh God. And okay. St. haste has to beat Giants. Uh, what about Collingwood? Collingwood. I it doesn't say anything about Collingwood, but okay. But I if think, they lose to Gold seven. Coast, it's unlikely, but. With that, yeah, I think because Colin got two points, I think it's more just getting into eighth. I think Okay. if those go your way, which is not out of the question, it's more if you can beat no. Brisbane, everything else could actually fall to place. But
0: Yeah, Bruce, Brisbane's a tough one. Uh, relying on Essendon, never want to do yep. that. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Bulldogs have been really good of late, and they are winnable games for the Dogs. Yep. So, so if we'll any of the teams are going to slip in, it's probably going to be the Dogs.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, and moving on, as we speaking of the Dogs, it's them against the Hawthorne Hawks at Adelaide Oval, 3.35pm. Uh, Hawks, oh, they've gone down the drain in performance. And Clarko yeah. is still giving out rubbish against the oh. other team. What is he doing? What
1: is he's, he doing? Having a go at uh, Brett Ratton? Yeah, he, he just needs to go. <laughs> yeah, sure I think
0: I think uh, COVID's got to his brain, and he needs to have yep. a reset. Come back next year. He doesn't have the cattle, and because he can't get over the line, he's taking it out on other people. That's that's, that's about the dummy. For, for you know, a premiership, pretty good coach um, to be doing that. Come on, mate. Come on. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's a level. Hawthorne, uh, yeah, I don't see Hawthorne getting up here. Bulldogs will be running to get these final games in and uh, they will win this game confidently, the Dogs. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Sydney Swans and the Lions, Sunday, 6.10pm at, p- 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 at Kazaley Stadium. Lions, a massive win the other night uh, against uh, the Suns, who I thought really wouldn't mind give them a challenge. Uh, the... Uh, Lines did look better on the scoreboard, I must admit. Uh, one of their better performances in front of the four posts. <laughs> it's
1: nice to go over 50% for once.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so I do believe probably they were working on that a lot in training over the week, and it has paid off. Um, I, I, Sydney, I don't rule that out, out of one. this. I'd, I'd, Yeah, and Sydney have already had the better performance there over Brisbane already, so if that's anything to play into the game. uh, You know what? Well, I think I'm going to give Sydney a chance here. They might uh, give them a scare because I think Brisbane are going to relax. Uh, well, not relax, but just ease up a bit uh, in these final two weeks as the pre-finals nerves start to kick in and may cause for an upset, which is why I'm happy they're playing in the last round. They may- <laughs> <laughs> uh, So you never know if... Um, Sydney can come out to play. They might be very distraught after kicking the first seven goals from last week. So I'd expect an angry swan with its neck up to come out. I don't know if they'll get over the line, though. Um, so I'm going to take Lions just.
1: Yeah, Lions should, but, I mean, as I said, Cazale Stadium's a terrible place to kick goals. Um, <laughs> and Brisbane already struggle enough. Plenty of wind, goals. yeah. So they should get it done, but, yeah, it might be a nice clum. Not as. Uh, what's the one I'm looking for? Not as uh, one side as it should be. And the final
0: game of round 17, it's the Collingwood and the Suns. Poor. Uh, oh, terrible performance from the Suns last night. Uh, after those early signs during the year, that was probably one of the worst performances I've seen. Um, I don't know if just the North game got to their head or. But there were so many mistakes, so many mistakes. Um, unfortunately, i Collingwood have been weird this year. I, I reckon this will give him a scare, but I just Collingwood will still win this, I think. And um, unfortunately, although we'd like to see an upset against the post. although <laughs> well, yeah, they're
1: got to be careful, Collingwood, because they could still slip out. Yeah, well, that's um, what I was
0: saying. I think if they lose that one, that's possible for them to slip out. So yeah, they don't want to so, slip up that
1: game. This is the one you don't want to slip because who they played the week after, I think. Um, Port. I'll just quickly check. Oh, Port. Yeah. So, if they lose this one, they they're in real trouble because that's not going to be an easy win against Port either. Okay,
0: well, we're going to get to our song and we're going to come back with the Premier League. It's match day one. Can you believe it? Uh, It's up next on the Sports Desk. This is Callisto, world champion. Callisto, world champion on the Sports Desk and it is exciting to talk about the Premier League. And match day one, finally we're here. Jay, this is crazy. I I still can't believe it. It's gone so quick in this strange year um, and hoping for a non-interrupted season in the Premier League. Uh, although I know yep. there's uh, rumours that... Uh, well, I think... Not rumours, but uh, chances that the uh, UK could go into a second lockdown, which is not good. Uh, so fingers crossed that doesn't happen. Uh, and uh, hopefully, just maybe... Um, on the other half of the season, they might get fans back in the stadium.
1: Yeah, that's it. I mean, it's great to just have a back. I mean, that's all I care about. Even if there's no fans, I mean, you know, Optus Sports yeah. tries and lets you listen with what? audio, fans, and without. I prefer without, to be honest, sometimes. but
0: Really? Okay. Um,
1: just like, I don't know, I, I I like the fans, obviously, but, like, there's times just like, ah, oh, just a bit more. Surely you can hear the players talking and everything. Yeah, I, I think it's I'm, interesting
0: used to it now as much as it was weird at the start um, I haven't really noticed it after a while but uh, definitely when we do get fans back though it'll definitely be a bit striking (laughs) getting used to it again Um, we'll we'll start off um, Fulham and Arsenal first game Saturday at 9.30pm big chance for Arsenal to get on the board uh, after impressive uh, uh, Cup Shield? Community Shield and, uh, of course, winning the FA Cup in the off-season. So uh, winning two trophies already uh, before oh, yeah. getting into the, uh, the big guns.
1: We're ready to go, mate, I reckon. I was, I mean, before we the season ended last time, we, me and James are getting up and about for this season. I think we're ready to go. I think this is a, a chance for a top-four finish, at least. Um, that's what I'm expecting, anyway. Okay. As a, as a par for us. Because um, I think, you know, we, obviously, as you were talking about, you know, we've won a couple of trophies now. We've signed a couple good players. I like how we've signed Gabriel. Um, we need an, a bit of defensive boost. William will be interesting to see how he goes as a winger. Oh, yeah. Um, I almost forgot. That's crazy. Uh, so I, mean, I hope he does well. He's, he's an old boy now, but mm. I think he's still got some in him to well, help us this season. My problem, um, his problem at Chelsea, it
0: was just not consistent. There'll be yeah. one game out of seven, he'd come out and do something amazing, and that would sign his contract for the next year. <laughs> that, would, that would tick the thing so, off. Yeah, um,
1: it, it'll be all right for you. I I can see that jelling uh, well. Um, Good experience to have, and then yeah, I mean as a whole, I mean, Atletta, I think he's been a great manager for us because he's uh, he came in Boxing Day, I believe. Uh, yeah. And uh, he only lost six games in all comps since then. So um, now he's had a full season on his belt. Um, he can really, I think he can really adjust this team and learn from the mistakes of last season. Cause we could have done, could have done better. Obviously eighth position wasn't ideal for us. So this will be the push for top four. I reckon now Bamiyang, it's nice that he's still around um, at least for now. Um, so hopefully, mm. you know, I think can, that
0: uh, FA Cup really helped to uh, secure him yeah. on the line. Maybe it and might have been a different so,
1: story if he didn't get over on that game. We've got some European football as well, which is nice. At least we'll be back in Europe. Yep. Um, but yeah, Fulham obviously their uh, team are coming off out of the Champion uh, League. Championship. Yep. Um, the Championship. Sorry. Um, so I'm not too sure what to read on them. I'm, I mean, they were relegated, I think, two years ago from the prem um and i don't think their team's changed too much since then from what i've looked at their team like it's a very similar team to when they got relegated with scott parker the manager um so i'll, I'll be interested i think their their biggest problem is their defence um so i don't expect them to finish too high this season i have more expectation for leeds than i do fulham um yeah
0: yeah i think but... i think leeds will do well, this year, it's interesting. Match day one is very hard to predict it's, because yeah, we haven't true. seen. So yeah. this uh, will be the opening and we can kind of get an idea of what the teams are going to be like. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty much picking a needle in a haystack in yeah. uh, match day one. Also, we've got Crystal Palace and Southampton at midnight on Sunday morning. Uh, Liverpool and Leeds Sunday 2.30am. Absolutely massive uh, to return their first game with Liverpool uh, yeah. So excited for that one! West Ham and Newcastle at 5 a.m. on Sunday. Uh, West Brom and Leicester City 11 p.m. on Sunday night. Tottenham and Everton Monday 1:30 a.m. and that'll be interesting. After watching uh, the Amazon Prime show, uh, I forgot All or Nothing. That's been really good. So if you want to get some insight into inside Tottenham. Uh, I'd recommend uh, having a peek at that before the season starts. Also, Tuesday, 3am, Sheffield United and Wolves. And Brighton and Chelsea to finishing off match day one at 5.15am on Tuesday morning. So, Brighton without Aaron Moy, of course, because he's moved over to China. Still Matt Ryan there, so there's still an Aussie about. Um, and... Uh, Two games, well, one game postponed. Manchester City and Aston Villa have been pushed back due to Man City's uh, game being in the Champions League uh, in like a 28-day period, so they get an extra bit of time off uh, rather than running in So I'm not sure when that game will be, but an interesting first week uh, of the Premier League. Excited to get um, all over it, really. Uh, And so is the transfer window closed? Because there's still been... A couple of transfers right on the buzzer uh, with Aston Villa signing Ollie Watkins, uh, which has broken their uh, transfer record for Villa. Uh, So it'll be interesting. And most expensive championship player, apparently, too. Uh, So Aston Villa really bringing out the cash. They signed uh, from Nottingham Forest, uh, Matty Cash, who's a good fast winger. Uh, Exciting to see him in the Premier League. Uh, look, if I'm honest, I've seen a few games of him in Forest, but mostly I know him because I had him in Career Mode. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fair enough.
1: Uh, but yeah, crazy. Uh, no, I think it, it ends on. It says it here on fifth of October. Fifth of Windows, October. So a months ago, or just under a month. But Chelsea really breaking um, records, bringing out the the
0: checkbook this year. They are going to be dangerous. Oh, yeah. I think this top four is going to be one of the hardest top fours to break into for a long while in the Premier League. Um, And this year is wide open. Um, And I don't think we're going to see a Liverpool-esque or or Man City long-drawn-out league. I think it's going to be close, uh, which is very exciting. It's going to be very close. Uh, So, looking forward to the Premier League this weekend, and that about wraps us up on the Sports Desk for this morning. Uh, It's been great fun, but we'll be back soon, I guess, I hope, uh, on Fridays to continue off the rest of the year in a strange COVID sporting year, Um, and of course you can catch the podcast on the Sports Desk Facebook page as well, with our live stream show, um, previewing the final weeks of the afl and of course the finals we're going to do some massive live shows for the finals which is going to be absolutely fun thank you jay for joining
1: no worries cheers
0: sammy uh we'll see you next friday this has been the sports desk on sin